Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. Today I would like to talk about why is it so personally hurtful to be lied to? And Kristen, we were talking about this before we turned the recording on and I would love for you to kick us off. I think it's only personally hurtful if it's somebody you have a very personal relationship with. If it feels like a betrayal, then it's hurtful. If it is somebody who is not betraying you, it simply might be something that they're doing for their own gain or out of their own fears. I don't find that hurtful. Hmm. I might use it as a tool, but I don't find it hurtful. It's data. And as I've been unpacking my own responses over the years, I realize in this moment, part of it is, does it impact me directly? Meaning, does it make me turn out to be a liar because of something someone else said? Does it impact me financially? Does it have an effect on the emotions of the people that I love and care about? Right? So as long as it's outside of that, eh, it is information. Okay, I've noted this is inconsistent from this individual. Good. <sighs> yeah, yeah. For me, I feel like, I feel like a personal failure if I allow someone to lie to me. And I've had to learn to forgive myself for believing a liar, which is a whole like different spin on it, which is my personal stuff, right? That's, that's me. It's how I, I respond to people who lie. And if, but if a client lies to me, then I'm just like, okay, why, what's going on there? I don't take it personally, but in a personal relationship, I've had to work very hard to forgive myself for believing liars. That's really interesting. And, and, and if you take that into a work context, especially where you're spending eight, 10, sometimes 12 hours a day with work colleagues, often more than with your family or friends, you only see friends on the weekend or maybe every other week or weekend or whatever. And then lies start, or there's lies or obfuscations. That's even gets even more gray than a lie. Right. Um, because culturally something's do it happening or, the team want to protect you as their boss and they don't want to tell you the whole truth. And then how, how do you accept that? Because now my team don't trust me enough to be able to share the whole piece with me. So as their, their boss, Oh no, I'm, is there stuff that I could be doing differently to help them engage, open up more, or actually is there other more dark, stuff going on in the organization fraud even for a finance guy is what you'd never you you always hope your team aren't doing and is that stuff my team can't tell me about some little thing over here is there worse stuff going on in the organization mm -hmm. so uh, i think that's that's the other side of it from a you sort of start flipping it around and you bring the work life but your personal feelings into it that's really interesting and that, that's one of those things that i i often think about and and have challenges when those sort of situations arise. In the moment here, I realized I'm okay with any response that I have. I just don't want to wallow in ones for any length of time. Mm. So I can be angry. I can note that that's a response that I have. As long as I don't stay there, it's mm. still in that informational realm of things, as opposed to you make me, which already the language I'm bothered by, um, angry, I'm like, mm, no, I'm unhappy with this situation. I've had enough years of sitting with that idea of it's the behavior that I have a problem with. Every individual has inherent value. Mm -hmm. um, 
And so I can come back and say, all right, this behavior is a problem and do that analysis with my own sake because that's my natural tendency is to analyze. I'll pull it apart and say, okay, am I possibly misinterpreting this? But I got to get past that initial response of whatever emotion welled up before I can go do any of the logical human analysis. Right. How easy does it make it to someone to gaslight you if you feel personally injured if they lie? Depends on how trusting you are initially, I suppose. If you try, if you think you're going to trust them, then they can. But if you are slightly wary, or it's a new relationship, or a different country, or a different culture, or somebody you shouldn't normally like because they're the competition, or something like that, um, I think that's that's normally what comes in and frame, frames my thinking. I don't know. Kristen was about to say something, and I jumped in this. No, no, I liked what you said better than what I was thinking. Um, I, I think it goes back to, am I personally causing this to happen by putting too much faith in a situation that I should not have? I'm not doing my due diligence in understanding the situation. I think that's what, if I'm gaslighted because of that, then I would, I would definitely take that kind of lie personally in the manner that I caused it by not doing my own due diligence, mm. by not paying attention to the facts that laid out, by not addressing my own insecurities. That's the only reason somebody could get away with it. Mm. But it's still, that's huge if you're gaslighted. So you really do have to look into yourself and see what you've done or what you contributed to that happening. Or what you're allowing to. Yes. How much you trust yourself, which is a whole separate conversation. Yes. Yeah. And I think it goes back to the conversation that we had previously, which is how do you spot a liar? And part of it is, do you trust people to begin with and then let them prove that they're liars? Or do you look for lies all the time and never really let yourself get in? And I'm definitely a jump in and trust people and then learn whether they're trust trustworthy or not later. Well, I think people call themselves a pessimist or an optimist on this subject and so many others. And I would say right down the middle on this. I'm a realist. I know I'm going to be lied to. I know people are going to abuse their, their power and their situation on a pretty regular basis. So it's my job to figure out who those people are and when that's happening. It's my job to protect myself and those that are around me, maybe my team, maybe my client. And, and then I do get upset sometimes if I have not done my job and protected those around me. Mm. But like Wayne said, then I have to get over it. Then I have to say, okay, I did this. What do I learn from it? And move on. Because if you live in that, then you're in trouble. We're coming at this from really different angles because you're definitely looking at it from how do I take responsibility and how do I deal with it? And I'm full on board with don't lie to me. Then I don't have to do, worry about it. So it's a really different angle. But see, I, I don't believe I can control what anybody else is going to do. No, you so can't. how can I say don't do it? I can only control what I'm doing. Right. And then you get to, you get to decide whether that's okay or not. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Guys, you're very quiet. <laughs> uh, thinking, I can think out loud if that makes life easier. I, I, I've mentioned the guys uh, at, at Manager Tools and Mark Horseman, and he's got one, one rule. It's on my wall, rule number seven, and how you feel is your fault. And that's effectively what I think a, a couple of us have set, said already, already, and it's, it's, it's people's behaviours. And sometimes... It's just we've got to get over ourselves and, and people do what they do for the reasons they do it. And 
sometimes you can take the time to delve in and go and have, have an inquiry and, and go and figure out why. And sometimes, you know what, it just is. Yeah. And uh, pick up pick up your sticks and move on because um, it's not worth not worth the hassle and maybe you don't have the time to invest in in, in, in solving the problem or helping them see it, it it's a better situation or help yourself understand better but sometimes it's just life I suppose. Um, I don't know if I agree that how you feel is your fault. I don't like fault, but I definitely feel like how you feel is your responsibility. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you have to decide, you know, what that means and, and whether you want to take the time to figure it out or whether you just want to say, okay, that person lies and decide whether they want, you want them in their, in your life or not. I'm pretty quick to cut people out who, uh, who lie to me and who I determined like it wasn't a miscommunication. Like I'm, I'm graceful. I'm willing to give a lot of space, but once I determine that I can't trust you, then I just can't. The energy is not worth it for me. And I am more on that when I'm talking about business. If I have somebody I can't trust in work and I, I, I know that I've, they've repeatedly proven they can't be trusted, I want them out. I need them to find a place where they're more comfortable being honest because I'm not comfortable with them. Mm. And on a personal level, I think I'm an awful lot more trying to work with them and figure out if there's a path we can make it to, through this. Mm. And then I walk away. I, I give a lot more leniency to personal relationships. Nice. Nice. And I'm hearing different boundaries and different responses once someone hits those boundaries. Mm -hmm. Which is perfectly okay and normal and healthy. So I'm going to cut us off there because that's our 10 minutes. Thank you so much for having this conversation about lying and what it means and how we feel about it. I, I definitely feel like I've been, um, you know, my boundaries have been touched, touched on and stretched and that's always good for me. So thanks so much for your time. We'll do it again very soon. Thank you.